Today's podcast is brought to you by Howie's new book, Paperboy. To order today, go to HowieCarshow.com and click on store. Better strap yourself in. It's time for the Howie Car Show. But what this weather did not provide is a shadow. An early spring is on the way. Oh my God. Okay, it's happening. Everybody stay calm. What's the procedure, everyone? What's the procedure? Stay calm! Live from the Matthews Brothers Studios. Easing inflation, rising real pay is uh, finally reaching uh, families, and they're feeling feeling it. Uh, The one thing you didn't mention, Rick, that's on the soft side, is hours were down. But that means that weekly earnings were actually down, not up. Do you ever have deja vu, Mrs. Lancaster? I don't think so, but I could check with the kitchen. They have crews here that operate in New York, do all their stealing, then go to Florida to spend the money and then come back. And I'm like, well, why don't they just stay and steal in Florida? Believe it or not, jail. And I said, because there you go to jail. Right to jail, right away. Oh. Fair point. Rump swabs, hacks, and moon bats beware. It's... Howie Carr. Welcome. To the Howie Car Show, 844-500-4242, 844-500-4242. We'll talk more about the border. Maybe maybe we'll even talk about a Groundhog Day and the stupidest things your elders ever told you. That's our poll question today. We'll get to all that. We have a one hour left. But the first thing I want to mention is that I really hope that you try not to let what I'm about to tell you destroy your faith in the integrity of the Massachusetts State Police, whose motto is to protect and steal. As you know, two members of the Massachusetts State Police, one of whom was making uh, $331,000 a year, were uh, charged this week, two current and two former members of the Massachusetts State Police, retired on big, fat pensions, were charged with uh, various corruption and bribery uh, counts in federal court in connection with a a fraudulent scheme to provide CDLs, commercial driver's licenses, to uh, various miscreants that uh, didn't qualify. Well, there's an update to the case today. That was two days ago. That happened, or three days ago. Today, it, it, was, uh, it was announced that five more Massachusetts State Police troopers and three civilian mechanics who work for the department obtained fraudulent commercial driver's licenses, CDLs, as part of the bribery scheme that was made public earlier this week. State police said the commercial driver's licenses of the five troopers and the uh, three civilian mechanics have been revoked. But the employees are not facing any disciplinary action because they were not aware that the process through which they obtained their licenses was fraudulent. And that, of course, that's a very believable story. They... They got a, uh, a, a corrupt benefit, and they didn't know it was a corrupt benefit. Colonel John Mon, 
the latest in a series of clownish chiefs of the MSP, whose motto, I repeat, is to protect and steal, issued a video statement about this. And could, could I have a, a laugh track will be available as, uh, as, it, as it plays? Bill Clinton is, uh, is, is listening to see what, uh, L- L- what uh, Colonel Mon says. Cut 16. More than 2,300 sworn troopers and the more than 660 non-sworn members who every day exhibit the utmost professionalism, integrity, and compassion, please know I am immensely proud of all you do to strengthen public safety, reduce violent crime, and protect our communities. Our ability to do that requires that we earn and maintain the public's trust. Police misconduct is an assault on that trust and stands in stark contrast to the values and ideals by which the vast majority of our troopers work and live. Let me be very clear. Acts of misconduct will not be tolerated. It is imperative that all of us uphold the highest standards to continuously foster that vital relationship with the communities we serve. Now that's funny. Misconduct will not be tolerated by the Massachusetts State Police. If you uh, don't believe Colonel Mon, just ask all those uh, convicted embezzlers from Troop E out on the Mass Pike who are still collecting giant, bloated pensions. <laughs> it's amazing. Just, just astonishing. 844 and, and and you know what again who made the who made these uh, latest pensions these arrests the US attorney's office does the attorney general any attorney general ever arrest any of these bent crooked cops in Massachusetts 8445 and now and now we God only knows what's going to happen with this turtle boy case now now they're investigating the uh, the, the state police apparently in the Norfolk County District Attorney's office that's that's certainly what uh, what we're led to believe from the court filings in the uh, Karen Reed murder case so this could uh, there could be more more coming 844 Okay, there's a, a separate. Uh, it says there's a separate arrest uh, and a warrant, or search warrant. Plates, license plates. This may be an RMV thing, to, uh, before being issued. Well, we'll find out. Eight four four five hundred forty two forty two eight four four five hundred forty two forty two. We played the uh, cut yesterday of. Uh, of uh, Representative Ayanna Presley from Dorchester talking about how uh, Walgreens was racist because they shut down a, uh, a, a uh, pharmacy in, uh, in, a, in a very crime-ridden area of Boston. Apparently shoplifting was out of control, and she was complaining it was racism and it was a disruptive, life-threatening act of racial and economic discrimination. And uh, someone else, uh, a, a former... Uh, a former regional loss prevention supervisor for Walgreens in Pittsburgh weighed in on Twitter 
in response to uh, Ayanna Presley, squad member, married to a uh, an ex-con jailbird drug dealer, uh, said, uh, yeah, again, Presley said that uh, Walgreens was deliberately, quote-unquote, abandoning certain locations due to race. And this woman uh, said, nope. I spent eight years as a loss prevention supervisor for many Walgreens stores. You don't get to blame it on race. If a store was closed, it's quite simply because whoever lived in the area stole too damn much merchandise. And now they can live without a Walgreens. Well put. Well put. Eight four. <laughs> Oh, they shut down our Walgreens because of racism. Ho, ho, ho. Yeah, right. Of course they did. 844-500-4242. I want to just read you something. Well, we'll do it. I'd tell you what, we'll do it after uh, after the break. I, I got a, uh, after I tweeted out the the photograph of the, uh, of the former Holiday Inn that was turned into a flop house in Marlboro, I got a, uh, I got an email from a guy who works in another one of these uh, hotels turned flop houses by the state, and he told me what's go. He told me what's going on, and it's just I, I'm going to do it as a column. But I, I I figured I'd read it to you before we uh, before I we leave the air for the weekend. But we'll get to that. I'll take a take a call or two before we come back, and we'll do that, and then we'll move on, and maybe we'll again maybe we'll talk about the crazy things your parents told you. Uh, Dan, Dan, you're next with Howie Carr. Go ahead, Dan. Hey, Howie, thanks for taking the call. You know, normally I like to joke a little, especially before the weekend, so people don't lie awake at night staring into the abyss. But uh, <laughs> earlier in the show, you had a Vermont caller on talking about how porous that border is. Yes. And, you know, there were two things that, you know, the northern border was where a lot of the 9-11 co-conspirators came in from, and that was like their border of choice. And that's an awfully long and sort of abandoned stretch of wilderness that people can cross in and out of there. Well, that's what one of the you guys know, said to, that you could just go, you could just walk across it. You don't have to, you don't have to swim through a, uh, you know, a treacherous river or anything like that. Just walk across a field. I know it, and uh, you know, I was up around a little after October seventh. I was up in Machias and East Machias, and you know, there was a lot Maine. of very yeah. tense, heavily armed cops up there. Oh yeah, I'm sorry, I should have said Maine. And uh, you know, I was pretty sure it wasn't because of the New York and Boston Leaf Peepers. You know, they were they were pretty <laughs> tense up there. And I, you know, that's the route they came in on that Route One. And you know, I, I was talking to one of these Moonbat customers I have earlier today, and we were talking about the border, and it was like total agreement how tragic it is, the drugs, what a disaster, how out of control it is. And then I thought, all right, here we go. This Democrat, this left-winger is going to be like, wow, I'm going to vote for Trump. You know what she said? She said, I just can't believe the Republicans are blocking uh, oh, Biden from doing anything about the border. And I thought to myself, Howie, you know, this is a perfect example of what's wrong. You know, you play these clips and we get the benefit of hearing all these things that are going on. I'm telling you, on the legacy news and the and the typical yeah. media, silence, total spin. And I'm, and I'm thinking to myself, how the heck are we going to get anywhere in this world when, you know, this large swath of the population is zero information voting? I, I know. I mean, I, I'm just looking at the... It. 
Dan, I was just looking at a headline in my own newspaper, the Boston Herald. They, their headline is uh, Biden hitting hard at Iraq and Syria. He, he gave them 72 hours to clear out, and he told them what he's going to hit. That's hitting hard? It's the same thing. It's, it, it's pathetic. You're, you're absolutely correct. How about today? It turns out that those three uh, Kansas City Chiefs fans who uh, were found frozen to death after the uh, playoff game a couple weeks ago, it turns out they, they were full of fentanyl. So there's three, three more deaths. And you had earlier this week, you had the porn star and her boyfriend in Oklahoma dead of fentanyl. All these, all, and then you had a couple weeks ago, you had the punk rockers, uh, three of them in uh, L.A. dying of fentanyl overdoses. I mean, th- this is all coming across the border from China uh, brought in by illegal aliens. And, you know, you got to, this is an invasion going on. And these people are all, ca- I mean, and, and you know, Ann Coulter had a really good point this week in, the, in, her, uh, in her column. She said, you know, Every other type of drug addict or, you know, a substance abuser is a victim in America. I think we can agree on that, right, as far as the mainstream media is concerned. But when it comes to these fentanyl abu- uh, overdosers who are killed, again, by Chinese fentanyl brought in by illegal alien drug dealers, undocumented Democrats, it's, all, it's their own fault, you can't blame it on the illegal aliens. They did it themselves. But but yet, if, you, if you're if you addicted to anything else, you have a disease. You, you need, a, uh, you need a, a support program. You need to go to a 12-step program. 844, thanks for the call, Dan. 844-500-4242, 844-500-4242. I'm Howie Carr. Did you know that between hosting a four-hour radio show, multiple media hits, political advocacy, and walking Roscoe the Wonder Pug? I call it a dog. Howie still finds time to write three columns a week. Oh, wow. Read his latest at HowieCarshow.com. The Emperor of Hate, Howie Carr, is back. Today's poll question is brought to you by Perfect Smiles. Don't be fooled by imposters with similar names. If you're unhappy with your smile, you need to visit Dr. Bruce Houghton in Nashua. Call 1-844-A-PERFECT-SMILE or visit perfectsmiles.com. Taylor, what is the poll question? What are the results thus far? Today's poll question, which you can vote in at HowieCarshow.com, is what's the craziest thing your elders ever told you? Groundhogs can predict the weather. Crossed eyes can get stuck. You'll drown after you swim if you swim after eating. Santa brings bad kids lumps of coal and switches. You'll go blind if you blank. And cheaters never prosper. I'm voting for cheaters never prosper. 27% say cheaters. 34% say you'll drown. 15% crossed <laughs> eyes. And 13% for you'll go blind. I used to see people jump in the pool, you know, 10 minutes after eating a cheeseburger. And I'd just be waiting. I'd just be watching them. Waiting for them to sink like a cannonball to the bottom of the pool. And it never happened. Never ha- after, after I did that about a thousand times, I realized... I, it's 
someone was lying to me again. Anyway, 844-500-4242. This is probably your last call to get uh, the Calitrin uh, cheap bastard deal. We're down to our last handful, uh, fewer than 10. Calitrin Healthy Weight Loss Supplement. It's a a $70 month month supply for just $35. This is your chance to see if it uh, really works and if it's good for you. It's a month supply for half price, $35. Jared, uh, Grace's producer, swears by it. He's lost uh, two and a half inches off of his uh, waist and uh, about 15 pounds. And uh, he also says that, and the, the mailroom manager says she sleeps better with it too. It's a uh, healthy weight loss supplement, and again, it's available at howwecarshow.com. Uh, click on store, and you can, it's a seventy-dollar value a month supply. You take, uh, you just take capsules before bed. You don't have to me- mess around with anything. Just take the capsules before bed. You go to sleep. You sleep better, and uh, the weight, the weight starts to come off slowly. But it, the thing is, it's it's not one of these uh, crash diets. You, you it just happens slowly and and uh, you don't you don't have any uh, uh, detrimental effects to your body so check it out Calitron weight loss supplement at howiecarshow.com click on store 844-500-4242 rosemary you're next with howie car go ahead rosemary hi howie how are you good i just wanted to clarify something regarding the fentanyl uh, we lost someone in our family back in 21 to that as well. And yes. I just want to say that most of the people that are dying from it, it's not that they're addicted. It's that they're being poisoned because they don't even know it's in the substance that they're buying. Right. They think they're buying cocaine. And, and so this is actually a murder. This is a poisoning and a murder. So this China and Mexico and whoever's distributing it should be... Um, responsible however when when our relative passed we were told by the state police that due to our legislators they could not prosecute them unless the dealer specifically admitted to putting fentanyl into the product so you know it's disgusting what's happening in this state and it's been going on now for several years and it's now it's just getting worse and worse we're, we're seeing it exponentially grow and um it's, right it's, you know, it's, it's getting two-year-olds in a hotel room. It's, it's this is all. Yeah, there's a story. There's a story on the website of the New York Post that these uh, these reprobates, these horrible people in Texas, were uh, putting giving it to a uh, to an infant baby to get her to be quiet. And they convicted another one of the guys that used to work with Fats Caruso and Yo Pesci up on the uh, North Shore today in federal court and. When they convicted those guys, they say they killed hundreds of people just on the near North Shore with fentanyl. Live from the Matthews Brothers Studios. Fats Caruso and his minion, Yo Pesci, were the two of the top fentanyl drug dealers on the uh, near North Shore. They, they're gone to prison for... Uh, Ready for tonight! Oh! That's Yo Pesci. He won't, he won't be available for any of your uh, block parties or your, your, <laughs> your graduation parties for, for a number of years. 
but uh, another one of their another one of their minions was sentenced yesterday. Got forty years. Forty years. Another fentanyl dealer. A 24-year-old North Shore drug runner and violent gang leader might not get out of prison until he's in his 60s. Armani Schatz, that's his, his uh, moniker, his underworld handle, Schatz. Menyer hyphen Tahita, 24. And I get compliments on the hyphen. Sure you would, sure you would, yeah. He's been convicted of uh, dis- uh, possession and conspiracy to distribute 400 grams or more of fentanyl, 500 grams or more of methamphetamine, cocaine, or other controlled substances, and uh, charges of possession of firearms, including a machine gun. He was a big shot in the Tiny Rascals Gangsters, and he got 40 years, 40 years from uh, Judge Nathaniel Gorton. You said bye. Bye-bye, shots. 40 years. That means he'll do 32 years at least. 30, 30, no, 30, well, like 36 years. Yeah, he could be 60 before he gets out. All right, so uh, 844-500-4242. I was going to do, I was going to do, read this this letter that I got, this email that I got from a guy who works in one of these flop houses. But you know what? It seems like people want to take it easy. Uh, I, we'll do that on Monday. I'll, the uh, It'll be running in my column on uh, Sunday. You can read it on the, the website, howiecarshow.com. It'll be posted on Sunday. So uh, we're going we're gonna to go over and talk about the, uh, the stories that your your parents or your uh, your elders told you about uh, about things that that really aren't true. Let's be honest about it. I mean, can can Punxsutawney Phil really really predict the spring? I mean, I don't think so. And I, I like to always start out. Start, well, let's take Justin. Justin, you're next with Howie Carr. What did your What did your parents tell you? How's this one? I don't know if anybody else remembers this, but the old-timers used to tell us all the time, if you're lying about something, your tongue's going to turn black. So when you were little kids, if you thought if they thought you were lying about something or they knew you were lying about something, they'd say, stick your tongue out. Let me see your tongue. And you'd stick your tongue out and say, yep, your, your tongue's lying. Go to your room. And you, didn't, you couldn't see your own tongue because you didn't have the forethought to go look in the mirror and see if it was actually black. So you just assumed, oh, crap, my tongue just turned black. And eventually you would just stop doing it because you figured you weren't going to get away with it anyway because they knew what you were up to. Has anyone ever asked Joe Biden to stick out his tongue? Probably not for any reasons that we'd want to know about. <laughs> You're right. Thank you, Justin. 844-500-4242. Shots will be released in the next pandemic, says 919. I, I hate to admit that you're you're probably correct, or at least he'll try. Ah, the tiny rascals gang. He was assisted by Spanky and Buckwheat. And Darlene. 844. Stick a fucking ass because it's done with. <laughs> we got plenty of them things, you know what I'm saying? I'm not about to criminalize myself. We got plenty of them things. I was like, yes! Yes! 267, my mom's aunt told her mayonnaise is made when a little man who sits at the back of the fridge. Oh, I don't even want to read the rest of that. That's that's really, ugh. I never heard that one. 
844-500. I was trying to think of this one today, uh, but I couldn't. Uh, but someone finally came up with it. Uh, what about the – this is from the Limerick guy. What about the old wives' tale about the dragonfly, otherwise known as a sewing needle, that could sew your lips together if you weren't careful? Probably if you were lying, Limerick guy. This is a thing about lying. They didn't – people didn't like lying. But anyway, I always like to read the uh, the old uh, Russell Baker column. This was written about the 1980s, sometime in the 1980s, and I've uh, I've always saved the column. It was about how we first realized that uh, people were full of bleep, or adults were full of bleep. Russell Baker, New York Times, he's dead now. I was six years old when I first heard of Groundhog Day. An uncle who was ill at ease with children but was trying hard to be a good fellow told me about it. Even at the gullible age of six, I could tell the whole business was nonsense. I could tell my, my uncle thought it was nonsense, too. Why was this sensible man, a man sensible enough to be ill at ease with children, telling me this nonsense, I wondered. I have since concluded that he was telling me because he had read about it in a newspaper and probably thought it was a piece of American folklore that uncles ought to pass down to future generations, even if it was nothing but rot. I conclude as much because years later I was myself tempted to tell a nephew the same thing when he asked why they erupted howdy-doody for a bulletin about a groundhog's shadow. This is American folklore. Folklore, and I ought to lay it on the kid, I said to myself. But didn't, since being ill at ease with children myself, I didn't want him to think I was also an imbecile. While suffering the Groundhog Day onslaught on Saturday, he said he was sick, and so he was watching TV and he couldn't do anything else, I realized I had finally discovered the most disagreeable aspect of the journalist trade, Groundhog Day. Every year... In blind obedience to some antique creed about what constitutes news, poor wretched journalists must trudge off to do the groundhog shadow story, and miserable defeated editors must display it on their pages and tubes in utter indifference to sensible suspicion that the world could not care less. The groundhog story survives because the unthinking assumption that it makes a cute and amusing story is rarely challenged by an editor or reporter willing to say that the story is tiresome, foolish, and trite. It's true, isn't it? 844-500-4242. But, he's, you know, he makes the point then that there there are also, uh, you know, more serious, quote-unquote, groundhog stories, like making of the Pentagon budget. Or, or how about the government shutdowns? That would be a groundhog story. You know, as it's reported as a struggle among the titans for the soul of the nation and the safety of all humanity. Or, or to the, tonight, uh, U.S. hits hard at Iranian terror targets. Is, that's a groundhog story. How, how, is that, how is that any different from the story in 1998 when Bill Clinton facing the, it was going to be, it was a Friday night, come to think of it, just like tonight. And he was going to be impeached the next day. They had the votes in the U.S. House of Representatives for lying under oath, committing a felony, perjury, high crimes and misdemeanors, by lying in a civil deposition 
about uh, having sex with Monica Lewinsky. So he decided to hit an aspirin factory in, where was it, Iraq? I think Iraq. Yeah, we're, we're, in, the same, we're in the same place. I wonder if, I wonder if, they, if, if this time they're going to hit an Advil factory, maybe, <laughs> or an Exeteran factory. I just hope they got the janitors out this time. Apparently, there was some poor bastard janitor that got killed. I was the only person who got killed in that strike. But they're all the, these are all groundhog stories. And a couple people have mentioned this one, which I'm not, uh, which I'm not, uh, <laughs> which I'm not sure of. Remember the fine for harming a praying mantis? I hadn't heard that one. Oh, but I just thought of what praying. Step on a crack, you'll break your mother's back. That was just stupid stuff. Just, I mean, how can you, how, what am I going to watch where I'm going on a sidewalk? I don't think so. 844-500-4242. Um, My dad said, don't do that. You'll go blind. I said, dad, I'm over here. Eight four four five hundred forty two forty two. Johnny, you're next with Howie Carr. Go ahead, Johnny. Hey, Howie, nice to talk to you again. And, yeah, I uh, just turned on the radio and heard you talking about uh, uh, predictions. Uh, I heard one today, actually. Old Hippie told me. <laughs> and he said that those caterpillars you see, you know, like the red and uh, with the black stripes, the real right. fuzzy ones about the yeah. side of your finger, he said that if it, it, it was gone to say that if the, the black stripes were very wide – then it mean it was going to be a harsh winter. And when the black stripes on them were thinner, means it was going to be an early spring and an easy winter. Red sky at morning, sailors take warning. Red sky at night, sailors delight. I think about that sometimes in the morning when I'm walking around and I see the red sky and I always think, I can't, it, it has nothing to do. It has nothing to do with anything. It's just a rhyme. 844 uh, uh, 978-3 swimming. We were told we'd get cramps in the water if we didn't wait an hour. That's, 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 one, of the, that's one of the poll questions. That's one of your options. It could be 120 degrees sitting on that beach, and I'll never forget it. Fishermen's and swamps got sweltering, and we would have to wait that hour. I, well, it was a ha- I, I learned it was a half hour, but it's the, the same BS. It's, it's, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Rob, you're next with Howie Carr. Go ahead, Rob. Hey, Howie. Uh, my, my parents, we had a couple pets, and uh, one of them we had to, it was it was eating everything, so my parents had to bring it to the farm, and then uh, and then one day my uncle passed away, great guy, and I said, "Where is he?" And they said, "Oh, he had to go to the farm," and that's why I realized there was, <laughs> <laughs> there was no farm. At least your parents had a sense of humor, you know. But you know, but again, it's another it's another lie that Joe Biden gets away with, right? I mean, didn't he send one of the dogs or two of the dogs to the farm? I right, think he did. We've we've never seen them again. <laughs> you know, you think he could? Uh, there's got to be a national rescue dog day, right? That would be a perfect time to just you know, if even if you don't send a, a bunch of White House film crews out there, video crews, just take a picture of 
whatever the dog, what is it? Ma- What's the dog's name, Taylor? Major? Commander. Commander. Yeah. Why don't you send it, send us, give us a picture of Commander at the farm. There are, you know, all, and we can see all the other dogs that have been sent to the farm. <laughs> there he is. Roll over, Commander. 844-500-4242. Robert, you're next with Howie Carr. Go ahead, Robert. Hello, Mr. Carr. Uh, Hi. Back around 1965, my grandmother used to say, don't go near any swamp because the, the big, the giant dragonflies are darning needles and they will sew your lips shut. There, there, see, there it is. There it is. I, I couldn't remember that today, but everybody's remembering that. Somehow I missed that one. I always, I always wondered about swamps with quicksand from watching all the old B movies. I thought, I thought every every swamp was full of quicksand, and and yet in in reality, I I don't think I've ever heard about anyone dying of going into quicksand. Have you? Not me, but I, <laughs> I made friends with this kid who lived on the other side of the track, so to speak. In fact, his house is right next mm-hmm. to them. And uh, all the kids over there, they, they used to jump on the freight trains and, and need them, need them down at the junction. Yeah. When they used to be freight trains. And uh, it was a little pond right there in the middle of the uh, of where it went either to the Y, they call it, you know, over the track. And the little pond, we'd hunt frogs in. I'd go down there. I was only like seven or eight. And the big giant dragonflies would be zooming close. And I was like absolutely petrified thanks thanks for the call robert six uh, 802 you have to burn your pork chops so you don't get pork worms you mean that's not true trichinosis i thought trichinosis was killing people right and left that's what my aunt doris told me i'm howie carr the howie car show Listening to the Howie Car Show. 207 says, don't forget 14 days to flatten the curve. That was a little more serious <laughs> than the dragonflies sewing up your lips. Rambo 413, did I miss you can catch a bird by putting salt on its tail? Oh, I fell for that one like a ton of bricks. Rambo 413. <laughs> I used to. I still remember my parents and all their friends laughing as I was running around the yard with a salt shaker trying to get this damn bird would would dive bomb me because the the little the little baby birds were go, coming out of the nest and I would try to catch them and the bird would dive bomb me so I wanted revenge with my salt shaker. They would just laugh and laugh and laugh. Eight. <laughs> Eight four four five hundred forty two forty two. Barbara, you're next with Howie Carr. Go ahead, Barbara. Hi, Howie. Back in the early nineteen forties, my family used to tell me if I put my loose tooth under the pillow, a good fairy would come and leave. You me know, I should have put that on. The, why did I not put that on the list today for the poll question? <laughs> and Howie, in those days, a nickel was a lot of money. Right. Right, and then uh, and then other people would, uh, I, kids would say, you know, if you put if the tooth falls out and you put it in some coke, it'll dissolve. And I always thought, 
Well, but if it dissolves, how are you going to get your money from the tooth fairy? But that's the kind of cheap bastard I always was, Barbara. Thanks for reminding me of the tooth fairy. I'd forgotten about the tooth fairy. Uh, uh, Bob, you're next with Howie Carr. Go ahead, Bob. Yeah, Howie. Uh, in the fall, if the oak trees give out an excessive amount of acorns, it's going to be a tough winter. Yeah, is that that could be that could have a grain of truth to it though, couldn't it? I've always tried to figure that one out, but I never was able to prove it wrong or <laughs> you know, true or false. To be honest with you, <laughs> that's a little more believable than some of the other ones. But who, who knows? Thanks for the call, Bob. Jim, you're next with Howie Carr. Go ahead, Jim. Uh, Howie, in regards to the uh, red sky night sales delight. Yeah, that's that's uh, if there's a red sky night, it's because it's going to be a clear sky and a beautiful day the next day. But if you yeah. see a red sky in the morning, it means the storm clouds are coming, and it's it's even in the Bible. Yeah, I, I don't know. I've just I've never been able to stand it up. Maybe because you know I see it I see it every day or one way or another, and then I can't remember. You know, it's just okay. Maybe I don't know. Eight four four five hundred forty two forty two six one seven. Biden believes in the Easter Bunny. I saw the Easter Bunny one time. He was lost at the White House, and the Easter Bunny had to guide him back to to where he belonged. Oh, that was that's right. That was the Interior Secretary in an Easter Bunny's outfit. Eight four. He needs the he needs that Easter Bunny around all the time. The way he gets lost. Eight four four five hundred forty two forty two. Sit on the table, married before you're able. Never heard that one. Sounds like a strip. That's. I don't know about that. Happy Groundhog Day, everybody. I'm Howie Carr. Waiting for tonight. Oh!